Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is what to do when the honeymoon is over. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. This is a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website, tinaheisman.com, to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about what to do when the honeymoon is over. So a few years ago, I think this was by now, I had a super vivid dream that I had a new boyfriend and my husband was clearly not in the picture. I have no clue why. You know how dreams work. They don't explain themselves. (laughs) So in the dream, I am walking with my new love and we're all over each other. You know how that is in the beginning, you know, like we were holding hands and hugging and kissing and it seemed like we couldn't walk more than a few steps without him whisking me into his arms for a smooch. It felt fantastic. I felt like I was floating on air. And I do remember the thought of my husband did flow through my mind, but I was so swept up in the romantic love. It felt so great to be desired, to have someone paying attention to me, to be interested in me. And I just happen to love physical touch as a love language. So we're walking, I think we're in a mall and my daughter and his daughter were walking with us, one on each side of us. And I do remember wondering for a brief moment, like what the girls were thinking about all of the public display of affection, but that didn't stop me from participating in it. I just loved it. Like crazy, you guys, right? Like what a dream. And it's so weird that I can recall it so vividly. It feels like it really happened. You know, that I just, the feelings of love is what I really remember from that dream. And I do kind of think I know why I had the dream. I was reading a marriage book at the time that was talking about the difference between that initial honeymoon phase of love and real mature love. And I think most of us would say that we love that honeymoon phase of love. It's like you're drunk with love. You can't keep your hands off each other. You only think about each other. You do everything together. You agree on everything. You don't see each other's flaws. Everything is just pure bliss. Do you know the average amount of time for this honeymoon phase is about six months? It can last as long as two years though. The thing is, That honeymoon phase of love is not meant to last forever. It's just part of the process. And think about it. Like it would be a little dangerous to stay there too long because you would tune out all of the other important things in your life, right? Like you just, when you're in the beginning of a relationship, you're just like all in. You're all focused on that. It's all you can think about. Well, we can't live like that, right? (laughs) So I'd also like to say that type of love, it's not like that real love because love comes in action. Like when we're in that beginning euphoric in love feeling, we're not really in control of it, right? It just feels like it's happening to us and it just feels effortless. And so I want to say something that I'm not you're not might not be expecting me to say, but this beginning stage of love 
actually creates problems for us down the line for two reasons. The first reason is that it creates unrealistic expectations of experiencing euphoria for the rest of our marriage. It's just not how it works, right? And the second reason is that we tend to be really like self-focused in the beginning of a relationship. Think about it. Like really kind of what you're thinking a lot about is like how wonderful he makes you feel. And so that's like very self-focused. And that approach doesn't work long-term after the euphoria has worn off. Because real love is an action. It's in doing. It's a choice. It requires effort. And it seeks the well-being of the other person, right? Like it is doing and serving for the other person. So don't get me wrong. Like the euphoria is awesome and it's a great way to get started. But when all of that falls away, then you get to work on the real love. But I think all too often we don't know this. And sometimes we wonder if we need to walk away from the relationship when those feelings feel like they go away. And many times we get stuck in a rut and we don't know what to do about it. So many people are searching for this euphoria to feel this way again in their relationship. The truth is we can cultivate passion again in our marriages in a healthy way. And when we do work to cultivate this passion, it's truly good for us in mind, body, and spirit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're only going to talk about one simple way of trying to reignite this passion. There are a lot of different ways we could talk about, but I just picked one simple thing that you could start working on today if you're in a place where you'd like to feel a little bit more desired and cherished and um, in love with your husband, right? So the bad news is that there's not a magic pill, you guys. Like it's a work in progress. It's always going to be effort, taking the effort, but it's worth it, right? So the I just I want to share something fun with you today, like a fun solution. Sometimes when we have problems, the solutions to our problems are hard work. <laughs> this one doesn't have to be hard work. I want to give you something today that's fun and and light. And so my suggestion today, and I want to teach you something you might not know. My suggestion today is to be intentional about spending time doing activities with your husband shoulder to shoulder or side by side. I'm going to explain this. The reason first is because investing in your spouse will make him feel loved and respected by you. And in turn, he will feel more drawn to you and more likely and willing to be that intimate husband you are dreaming of. It's kind of like you take the first step and it invites him along into it with you. And this is a way to take the first step without sitting him down to have a conversation about how he needs to be more romantic. Because I don't know if you've ever tried that before, but it doesn't usually work. So let's try something else, right? Consider it an experiment. Now here's the why, why the why the shoulder to shoulder part, the side by side part. Because men feel more intimacy and bonding toward their wives when they do things shoulder to shoulder instead of face to face. I'm not saying face to face is useless, but men really love doing activities with their wives. And it's a different way of bonding, I know, than what you and I are used to. Because the way that you feel bonding happening is like through a conversation and eye-to-eye contact, right? Like that's what you're craving. And just think about when you go out with a friend or you have a conversation with a friend, like it's just like this intense eye contact and like our eyes are like the window to the soul, right? And we just have these wonderful conversations and we feel so bonded. 
Guess what? For our husbands, that kind of eye contact doesn't necessarily feel bonding. In fact, it can feel downright intimidating. So that is really important to know. So let's think for a minute for some evidence here of what I'm telling you about what men do when they get together with each other. They do something. They do an activity like watching sports or going to a ball game or maybe fishing or golfing or hiking. They do something side by side. It's a little bit more rare for them to go grab a coffee. I'm not saying it never happens, but usually it's an activity of some sort, right? And that's because that's their preference, and maybe you think it's a ma- like a kind of a weird, strange male quirk, but the fact is, this is how God made them. So the good news is that this is a very easy way for you to increase the intimacy and friendship and connection in your marriage. Just spend some time with your husband in shoulder-to-shoulder activities. And I bet if you were to think back to when you were dating him, I'm guessing you did things together like that more often. But you know, we have kids and jobs and all of that. And a lot of those things fall by the wayside. So those are the, some of the things that helped you create that bonding in the first place. So go back and think about what did you used to do back in those early days? Maybe you can pick up some of those activities, right? Maybe it's a ball game with him or a concert or hiking, or maybe you sit next to him on the couch and watch TV, something that you know he loves to watch. Maybe even helping him with a household project or something like that. In my own marriage, fishing, camping, watching football on TV are a few of the things that I have done with my husband for the sake of my marriage. And you guys, they're they're not things that I would do on my own, for sure, especially fishing or camping. No, no thank you. Love to be outside, but I just need to sit there. I don't need to do anything. (laughs) But even though they're not things that I would normally initiate on my own, I enjoy doing them with my husband because they create more intimacy and friendship and fun in my marriage. And so I've learned to appreciate them more and, of course, the rewards that they bring. A funny example that I wanted to share with you guys about this was going to get a couple's massage. It's kind of funny because I can tell he feels like so connected afterward, like he really loves that. And I love that he loves that, but I I don't walk away like, necessarily feeling more connected because we didn't talk like yes we did it together and it was wonderful and I definitely love a massage but it just is a different kind of a reward for me than for him but I I do these things and I encourage you to as well because in order for him to be ready to connect and be intimate with you in the way that you want him to it's kind of like priming the pump right like you work on getting him to a state of feeling that connection and bonding, which will increase your connection and bonding too and help you get to a place of that you really wanted to get back to, right? Because shoulder-to-shoulder activities with our husbands is energizing to them and it allows them to be more able to talk and connect with us when we need it. And now speaking of talking, I have a tip for you. This one's going to sound really odd, but... You might not need to do a lot of talking at all during your shoulder-to-shoulder activities, right? Crazy. I know that's how we women connect and feel connected, but that's not how men do it. They're short on words where we are long. And there was a story once told to me by a client who went and did an activity with her husband. They hardly talked 
the whole time they were doing the activity. And afterward, he just shared like how in love with her he was and how connected to her that he felt. And she couldn't even believe it because they didn't even speak. And so that was really cool for her to experience. And so I would just encourage you, you know, kind of just be aware of the situation when you're in it and see, navigate it based on what you think. Like maybe you don't need to have any heavy conversations or a lot of conversation during an activity. Just know that he doesn't need that conversation to feel connected and bonded to you, right? And so I do want to say like, don't lose hope of having good conversation, but be mindful of when it can come because it will, it will, it could come and it will come eventually, but let him be the guide on it. Like when you're doing your activity, just kind of be aware and see what, you know, if he's talking a lot or not, right? Okay. So this solution is not a magic pill. It's not something you can snap your fingers and overnight, all the love is going to be like back to amazing. It's something that takes time, right? It's it's something that you'll take one day at a time or one week at a time. And you know what? There's not a hurry. You have a lifetime to work on this, right? Consider it an investment in your marriage. And also, as an effort to try to be connected as friends the way you were before having children in the busyness of family life setting in. So you see it like it really is good for you all around, both of you. So this tip is also the tip about not talk, worrying about talking too much is also um, helpful or the side to side tip. I'm sorry. This is really important for communicating with your husband in general. I think I mentioned it earlier, but men find face-to-face communication with their wives to be very intense, like especially if you're bringing a problem to them. So you might find that your husband responds better to you if you talk about challenging situations while doing something else side by side. And I often suggest a walk to my clients. And one client recently told me about how it went when she tried this technique. She said that he was much more open to her complaint and that they easily worked it out while they were walking and neither of them got angry or upset, that it was just a kind of a great discussion and it was huge progress from their previous discussions. So I would encourage you to give this side-by-side activity and communication a try and see if it helps you to bring that love back and those higher like energy and excited feelings from your marriage. So I hope this helps. And if this is something that you would like to work on cultivating further, reach out to me for a marriage life coaching session. We can talk about where you're at, where you want to be and how you can get there. And also remember, I have created the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care to help you feel like your best self every day. And don't forget to join us in the Life Designed community on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much. I'll see you next week.